Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Postpartum Coach Podcast where we embrace our needs as moms, we learn to lead ourselves first, then our families, and where we create our own healing from the inside out to find our way to the work we were meant to do in this world. I'm your host, a fellow mom of three and a certified life coach, Lizzie Langston. Hello, everybody. How are you doing in this beautiful day? Um, so for those who might not know me, my name's Lizzie. I am the postpartum coach and I like to just reintroduce myself because the podcast is growing and there's some new listeners around. So if you're new, what's up? Welcome. We're so glad to have you. Thanks for being here. Um, I wanted to read a client testimonial. I do this occasionally and I've just been having some good ones. And so I wanted to read it. This is from Kelsey. She says, working with Lizzie has been a game changer for me in ways I never expected. She's been able to notice things that were going on in my thoughts that didn't, that I didn't even know were happening. And there's no way I would have ever figured it out and known how negatively it has impacted me for nearly my whole life. We are working on changing my thoughts and these new tools are going to help me through not only this postpartum phase, but my whole life. I never thought I'd say this, but I'm glad I hit rock bottom so I could find Lizzie and get to an even better place than I've ever been. Thank you, Kelsey, for those words. All right. Today we're going to be talking short and sweet, very simple and uncomplicated about boundaries. This is something that is improperly taught all over the internet. I don't know what post it was, but I'm pretty sure I just read one from like a very well-known mental health institute. And I was like, yeah, that's not right how they just taught it. So I'm really excited to go over the difference between a request, like a simple request versus a boundary versus a threat. Okay. Cause they're different. A lot of times people think that a request is, is setting a boundary, but there's actually a specific way to set a boundary and the request is not part of it. Okay. So I'm really excited to get this going. And this is going to be really helpful. If you have a relationship where the same stuff keeps happening and you continue to just feel bothered and upset or whatever the emotion is, usually it's some version of powerlessness and some, some flavor of pain. Okay. So the first thing I want to teach about is a request might sound really simple. Like, okay, I know what a request is, but sometimes people think that when I say, Hey, will you please stop doing that? Like that we're somehow setting up a boundary. And then if they go and do the thing that, that they've, they've then broken the boundary, but a boundary you have to remember is an if and a then. Okay. So it's two parts. If you do this, then I will do this. Now, as I say that you might be thinking, well, that sounds awful lot like a threat. 
So let's go over the difference between a threat and a boundary. Okay. They're actually the same in their structure. So they're both like, if then, like, if you do this, then I will do this. Here's the difference. Are you ready? It's very simple and subtle, but it is a very big difference. These two are worlds apart, a threat and a boundary. So let me explain them and then we'll do a couple examples. So the th- a th- when you make a threat, you are actually very emotionally tied to the other person's behavior or action that they're going to take. So when you say, if you don't stop, if you don't stop putting your toys all over the floor right now, like if you don't stop dumping those toys, I'm going to spank you. Okay. Let's just say that that's what you said, not endorsing any of those actions, just an example. But if you're like, if you don't stop dumping those toys all over the floor, I'm going to come spank your bottom. Okay. So that is a threat because you are initiating the then, or in other words, your actions are from a place of emotion. You are upset and you are saying the threat for the sole purpose of trying to get that child or the other human being to change their actions. Okay. You know, you're making a threat when you are really worked up and you're really afraid and you're grasping for control and there's anger. Okay. And that doesn't mean you're yelling necessarily, but you are threatening somebody when you're trying to manipulate their behavior because the reason you're doing that is because you're emotionally tied to what they're doing or not doing. And you want to feel this other emotion. And so you want them to change. So like, let's say my child is dumping toys and I have thoughts in my brain that create the feeling of aggravated or frustrated. And I don't want to feel that. And so I'm like, if you don't stop dumping those toys, I'm going to, right. It's all about changing the circumstance of what that person is doing and trying to influence their agency and their behavior and their choice by sparking fear usually so that we can feel differently. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now here's what a boundary is. A boundary is unattached. You're not attached to their choice at all. You give them all of the space to be who they are, to make the choice they're going to make no matter what. You completely and fully respect 100% their agency. You are not attached to what they do. You might feel disappointed if they do the thing, but it's not something you're probably going to tell them because it's irrelevant. In the boundary setting, you're leaving it up to them. Okay. And you always follow through. So you've heard of an empty threat. There can be empty boundaries where you aren't attached, 
but then you don't follow through, which is a lot less likely to happen because usually if you're unattached, you're coming from abundance and love instead of fear and desperation. And so it's really easy to follow through when you're making the first, like the first statement that if you don't do this, or if you do do this, when you're in that place, but you're grounded, you're thinking of yourself and their benefit. And you're thinking about the quality of the relationship that you want to maintain. Usually you do follow through. The only reason we don't follow through is because usually I think we just don't like understand what a proper boundary looks like in a relationship. So here's an example of a boundary. If you don't stop yelling. I'm going to leave the room. Okay. Or if you continue to yell, I'm going to leave. Right. So I'm, I like notice I, I'm totally okay with them yelling if they want to, but I'm choosing not to be around that for reasons that I like. So the reasons are, um, not emotionally attached. Like I am, it's with my prefrontal cortex, not like a reactive kind of a thing where I'm defending myself. It's just like, you know what? My inner wisdom, this is what I'm doing. You can do whatever you want. I love you regardless. I'm just going to not be a part of this conversation. If you choose to yell, that's just a boundary that I've set up to protect me and to protect the relationship in my mind. Cause the relationship always exists by the way, in our own mind right? Sometimes we talk about the marriage or the relationship as if it's this separate entity floating in a cloud between two people that they create kind of like a child, right? You've got like the egg and the sperm and the child is born. Like sometimes we think like you've got the husband and the wife and the relationship just is this separate thing outside of them. Not so, not so. So a relationship is the culmination of your thoughts about the other person and about the relationship is what the relationship is made of for you. So your experience of the relationship is your thoughts about him and about your guys's relationship. And then his experience of the relationship are his thoughts about you and about himself and you and about, I mean, we can call it the relationship. And the reason we know that is because if somebody's newly married and somebody asks them, Hey, how's your marriage going? Let's say the girl go out, goes out with her friends and the guys go out with his friends, right? And the girl's like, oh my gosh, it's so amazing. We're so happy and in love. And the guy is like, I have never felt more trapped. Like it's rough and I've just been pretending, but like the relationship is rocky, right? So his thoughts about it are so different than hers. So it's separate. Okay. So let's, let's do one more example of a boundary versus a threat. And then we'll just talk about when you might want to use these and how, you know, it's time to set one. Okay. So another example of a boundary could be with a two-year-old. If you hit mommy again, I'm going to have you go to your room. You're not saying that he's not allowed to hit. It's just showing him a consequence because the emphasis here is you respecting your body. So it's about you for sure. There could be a flavor of, I want to teach him. Okay. It's a little different when there's a child, there might be the intention And it is appropriate to change their behavior. And the other exception is if you run a team and it's an employee, right? You might actually have responsibility of changing their behavior. It's not out of manipulation. It's just like, I'm the team lead. Or if you are the mom, it's like, I am, I hold myself responsible and I want to teach them these things and get that behavior gone for their benefit. 
and because that's what I feel like my duty is. So those are kind of the two exceptions is employee and if it's a child and you're like, or maybe somebody who might be mentally ill or mentally unable to act normally or socially appropriately. Okay. Let's do one more because I think boundaries are the most impactful and important and illustrated the best in adult to adult interactions when nobody is responsible for the other person. So whether that's a marriage or a friend or a family extended family member, So an example there, let's say that your husband has invited his parents over to your guys's shared home, right? You live with your husband, um, without telling you a couple of times. And let's say you really just feel super anxious when that happens. Like you come home from the grocery store and there they are in your living room. And maybe there's not an awesome relationship there and you, feel a lot of feelings. And by the end of the evening, after they leave, you just feel so tuckered out and it's like a lot for you. And you would like to prepare for that and to know when that's coming. So we're not threatening husband. We're not like unwilling to feel all of the anxiety and stuff. We're not afraid of feeling all that. We just don't want to, because we love ourselves and it's just, we don't feel like it's considerate and respectful to ourselves. So we're going to go to our husband. We're going to say, Hey, I know you love your parents. I'm so glad that you feel comfortable inviting them to our home, but I'd like you to talk to me first. Okay. So maybe it starts with a request. So you make the request, the simple request. Hey, can you talk to me before you invite them over? And then a couple weeks later, same thing happens. He doesn't ask you first. He doesn't chat with you and check in with you. He just invites them over. Now it might be more appropriate to set a boundary. Hey, I noticed you invited your parents over again, but you didn't check in with me like I asked. And so I was just thinking next time that, like if that happens where you, if you're welcome to invite them over, but if you don't ask me first, then I will not come home till they're gone. I just don't feel comfortable with it. So it's, it's totally up to you. That's just what I'm going to be doing. Yeah. So notice how, when he first did it, when he first invited the parents over, we're not setting a boundary right away. It's not threatening to us. We can just simply make a request, but if it's something that we can see is it could continue happening. That's when it's fair to let them know what you're going to be doing. And that's when we step in and want to take care of ourselves and, and all that. A lot of the language that I hear around boundaries is like, and again, this is from, this is where it's taught a little disempoweringly over the internet in multiple places. It's like telling somebody that you need this, like, Hey, I need you to stop doing that as if that's a boundary. But remember the boundary has two pieces. And the other reason I don't like the word need because it insinuates that like you can't feel how you want to feel on your own and you can't take care of your own feelings and now you need them to change. And so it's almost like a softer form of a threat. So a threat is like, if you don't stop doing this, then da, 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 da. And this is more the passive. That's the more aggressive and the more passive is like, I need you to keep doing this. I need you to stop doing this. I don't like, I never want to need anything. I can, I have all that I need right here in me. We all have all that we need and you have all that you need. In any relationship, you can create all that you need and want to feel. Okay. So that's why I don't love the need language. 
Let's talk about when it's appropriate to set up a boundary. So I kind of just touched on it. When you've made a request and the request isn't being heeded, you have two options. You can request, and maybe three options. You can request again. You can reconsider how important it is to you. And maybe you just decide, you know what? I'm okay with this. Actually, I've decided I'm fine with it. Or you can set a boundary where you're like, this certainly is still not okay with me. And I see that it's still happening and that's totally fine. He gets to do whatever he wants if he wants to invite his parents. But because I don't want to feel these feelings and I don't want to be in this position in this situation without notice, I'm going to leave or I'm going to do these things. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Here's where it gets messy is sometimes in a marriage, we feel entitled to somebody else being willing to meet our quote needs or to fulfill our requests. And we just think they should because they're our husband and they love us or not even just in marriage, but really close relationships that can get a little into the gray area. What I want you to always understand mama, especially postpartum, as you feel really weak and frail sometimes, or like a little fragile with the hormones and the low sleep is that ultimately it is still your responsibility to get yourself taken care of. So for sure, make the requests and set the boundaries, but like your reasons and be willing to do whatever you need to do, regardless of whether the other person keeps them or not. So the emphasis in a healthy boundary is on everybody's agency. There's space for the other person to, to, to make whatever choice you're not emotionally attached to it. You've done the work to be at peace with whatever they choose. And you're also there for yourself and you're willing to walk away or whatever the, the then statement is, whatever you said you would do, you're willing to do that. So make sure when you go to set a boundary that you've checked with yourself, I am guilty of this in my motherhood. I'll be like, Hey, if you don't do that, we're leaving. And then I'm like, you know what? I don't really want to leave. So before you say it out loud, check with yourself. Am I willing to leave? If this person doesn't chooses not to do this thing that I'm you know, right. Right. Cause you're not threatening them. They, they may very well choose to continue doing the thing. Okay. Hopefully this was helpful. Remember the two exceptions, our, our children and employees. Sometimes you can set a boundary with the intention of changing their behavior, but still we want to root out the fear and still with little children, especially we want to be respecting their agency right? I love to think of our heavenly parents, the way they parent us, they respect our agency. They don't ever force us. They don't ever 
try to scare or threaten us. They always, what they are going for is they want us to want to do the things and they're willing to give us the space to work our way towards wanting to obey them and wanting to do the things. There are still consequences that are natural, that are just always set in place when we don't obey their commandments and the things that they've asked us to do, but it's not personal. It's just the laws that govern and it actually helps us return to them. It helps maintain the relationship. It helps us be the best version of ourselves. The commandments do. And so, um, yeah, I, I honestly, I just love, I love heavenly parents. I love thinking about parenting from their perspective. And I love contemplating about how God parents me and the space. Oh my gosh, the massive space that he gives me in my life. On the topic of parenting specifically, I wanted to end with this quote. This is from Dr. Shafali Sabari, T-S-A-B-A-R-Y. So Dr. Shafali Sabari says, when you parent, it's crucial you realize you aren't raising a mini me, but a spirit throbbing with its own signature. For this reason, it's important to separate who you are from who each of your children is. Children are not ours to possess or own in any way. When we know this in the depths of our soul, we tailor our raising of them to their needs rather than molding them to fit our needs. I love that so much. When we know deep in our bones, this is me paraphrasing, in the depths of our soul, like she said, that children are not ours to possess, that their actions don't actually mean anything about us, that they are their own. It helps us so much to give them space and it frees us up to just love them instead of judge them and to teach them instead of discipline, always threatening and consequences. It just is a totally shift and a focus. And that's something I'm really experiencing in my motherhood lately. Got some work to do there, but as I really have let that go, I've become so much less anxious, so much less angry and just more present and like curious and fascinated. All right. I love you guys. We'll talk next week. Take care. Hey, Lizzie here. I've helped dozens of postpartum moms just like you to manage their postpartum anxiety and deconstruct their postpartum depression. It's really easy for me. So if you're ready to feel better, I know the way. Let's chat on the phone. Set up a time by going to lizzylangston.com forward slash consult. It's pretty simple and I will be calling you soon. slots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky play for free at luckylandslots.com daily bonuses are waiting no purchase necessary void were prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details